0: Out of the ashes rise Phoenix, or so they say. When you look up 1520 Cedric Avenue on Google Maps, under the address it states as a building. And rightfully so, it is. But it's so much more than that. With this red brick stacked one on top of the other for 18 stories, this is someone's home. Where they eat, sleep, Netflix, and chill. But under that, at this address, the birthplace of hip hop. In a time when the Bronx were literally on fire, be it by a scumbag slumlord or fed up tenant, hip-hop rose from those ashes. Hip-hop was created at the hands of a young Jamaican DJ, DJ in a back-to-school jam, after his sister, the entrepreneur that she was, wanted to get some cash for some school clothes. By looping the breaks in funk records, the famous merry-go-round, DJ Cool Herd created a master blueprint that would change the face of music as we knew it and bring about rappers like Rock, him, Tupac, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, Eminem, And so many more that have been inspired by this blueprint and have made amazing masterpieces that live in our heads. Everyone listens to hip hop, from the guy on the bus stop to the guy sitting in the highest office of the land. In this podcast, we discuss the albums that made legends and the legends that made history. Welcome to Legacy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Legacy. I'm Jesse. Uh, I'll be your host for today's episode. Uh, I'm here with my boys to my right. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Name's Tony. Right here with my boys,
1: like Jesse said. Gonna get this Legacy podcast started. Yeah, what's
2: up, y'all? This is uh, Carlos Martinez, a.k.a. Duncan in the Brain. Yeah, let, let's talk some hip-hop,
0: man. Hey. All right, so uh, today we're just gonna discuss how we got into hip-hop, respectively. Yeah. Um, you know, was hip-hop's been around for a while but not a long time like 46 years now you know yeah it's created in 73 by DJ Cool Herc uh offhandedly just by you know he was hosting a back to school jam for his sister you know so his sister could make some money uh he ended up you know uh taking the breaks and looping the breaks cause those those were the good parts yeah you know? So the longer the break goes, the longer everybody get down. And
2: so that's how he made the beats. That's how he made the beats. All right, so all y'all kids out there, the newer generation who don't know back then in order to make a beat, there was no computers around. So you actually yeah. have to had to take a vinyl, take your favorite part and just scratch it up to try to make certain beats and then you add you know, have yeah. somebody playing the drums or whatever. And yeah.
0: isolate a sound. Yeah, isolate. It. it was
2: real janky. Yeah. But that's where it started, man. People just messing with things.
0: People made magic.
2: Yeah. And it, it, was... it just created, a, I don't even know the right word for it, a movement, a, a culture. A culture yeah. created a whole space for future generation of artists to come in and take that and create their own art and try to find their own voice and tell the world who they are yeah and spread a message whether it's where they came from or stuff they were seeing every single day just living in the hood or in you know those type of things mm-hmm. and just created a huge outlet for a lot of people and you know they're just it's still going
1: oh yeah yeah still going strong you know everybody thought it was just you know a little fad it was gonna be here for a little bit and it Mm -hmm. was gonna roll over but Mm -hmm. it just goes to show you that you know they were wrong it's still here going strong stronger than ever yeah world's most popular genre yeah surpassed rock yeah which is crazy
2: because like hip-hop now it's like the new pop you know. Yeah, man, it's crazy. What did everywhere? Kanye yeah. say?
1: We the new rock stars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we the new rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah, it's true. It. You yeah. know, it really is, you yeah. know. I mean I love my rock, you, yeah. know? I mean, I my rock, you yeah. know, I like it. But yeah, I'm not gonna these. lie, yeah. it's it's not like it used to be. It is yeah. in in my opinion, it is kinda in a way dying down, which is yeah. unfortunate. But mm-hmm. you know, hip hop is, you know, just where it's at right now. It's going strong and it's changing oh, yeah. yeah. different it's sounds
2: evolving
1: yeah.
0: you know constantly getting better yeah
2: well and it's kind of crazy because i just turned 30 so we're like in that age group where we've seen not necessarily the beginning of rap but we've seen rap from like the 90s real mm-hmm. early on as kids yeah so we've seen the growth and the evolution of it it's been very interesting to uh be a part of that and to see that happen before our eyes and to still see it changing and evolving uh sometimes not for good you know sometimes it's gotten yeah. worse you know it's all the place that's that's just yeah. that's just what anything yeah but it's it's been really something to be able to see it grow especially seeing it as a little kid because oh, it's not something
0: at this isn't the rap we grew up with.
2: Yeah, for sure. And it's not something that we just got into. Yeah. You know, because like right now, say a kid that's barely hit in their high school or middle school years. And now they have so much access to hip hop. Pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Anything It's instant access. Yeah.
0: yeah. So
2: now these kids are coming up, getting into hip hop, and they have a huge library just by clicking an app. And they could find it just like that.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's it's really uh, a weird thing to see these kids and how they're getting into hip-hop as opposed to how we were yeah. introduced to hip-hop. Yeah. Because we didn't have that. It was like you had to see it, or you had to listen to it on the radio only. And we grew up in that time when we were kids and we were getting into hip-hop where in order to get it, you had to have money. And yeah. us being kids, we didn't have access to money. I know yeah. I didn't. Most of the time, so it was like you have to hear it from the radio. You have to hear it. Have to record it from the radio, or you know, if you had oh, an yeah. older brother or sister, they they ever had some money, they got it. You heard it from them, or whatever. You got a copy, but uh, it's it's really uh, just something. Seeing these kids getting into hip hop now, oh, it's God. a whole different world. It's like it's crazy, and uh, as opposed to us, like we had to grind for it, we had to like pursue it we had to go through some journeys to get that album to get that song to get a yeah, bootleg you know whatever yeah. take me to the sunday flea market whatever yeah. We, yeah you know you had to beg your parents for this your grandparents for some allowance money maybe i can get enough to buy this tape mm-hmm. or i have a tape recorder i'm gonna record it from the radio
1: yeah and like you said we had a grind for it you if you wanted it you had to be on the by your radio the whole day, mm-hmm. hope hoping yeah. they played the song <laughs> yeah. that you yeah. wanted. And then there was times where you didn't even know who the artist was and you were like really hoping they said the artist's name. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I remember when I was a kid, they would play a song that I totally loved. And I was like, who played that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. say who did say yeah. who who song was that by? And yeah. and yeah. nothing. And like I told you, you would have to be by the radio just hoping mm-hmm. that they would replay it and mention the artist's name. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, you had to had to have your tape recorder, buy an empty tape from the store, put it in there and just yeah. hit record whenever yeah. you had, you know, yeah. the song you come out. Well,
2: it was it was really interesting for me growing up because English wasn't my first language, you know. So i grew up with two parents that only spoke spanish so for like the first five six years of my life i didn't even know english you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you know spanish rap just wasn't that popular back then you know
0: it was like it was just yeah
2: yeah so it was just nothing but mexican music for the beginning part of my life yeah but you know once i started watching uh, cartoons and just being around people that spoke English in school and just kind of learning and picking up things and you kind of start learning and learning. And so that was, that was my kind of, um, little journey that I went through just not understanding English and not knowing what it was, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was, uh, it's kind of wild, you know, that, that I've, I've landed into this, this art form that, uh, that, uh, Love now, you know, oh, yeah. which I didn't know at the time that I just knew I liked it, mm-hmm. but it it has ended up being so much like a part of my life. I feel like, you oh, know,
0: yeah. yeah, mine too.
2: But we'll get into that later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, to start things off, like just like how we got into hip hop, yeah, I remember uh, for me it was uh back in like two thousand. Uh, I was, like, eight. Uh, it's nine. a good year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember my, my brother had gone a, gone on a field trip. I can't remember where he went. And I think he went to, like, the mall, you know, when you would take just field trips to the mall. Yeah.
2: You know, go hang yeah. out at
0: the arcades and whatever. What
2: grade was, was he in, in this field uh, trip? I
0: want to say he was maybe in, like, ninth or tenth.
2: Oh, he was in high school already. Yeah, he was in high oh school. Oh, my gosh. So
0: he was able to get some... Some albums. yeah he came back i remember he came back and uh i had you know i had some money uh, from you know stuff like my parents gave you you know whatever yeah um so he came he comes up to me and my other brother he's like hey y'all want to buy some cds like, <laughs> sure, what you got? so he pulls what? out you know he pulls everything out uh i can't remember all the ones he had uh but he had Bone, thug, Bone Thugs in Harmony, Resurrection. And I was like, I'll take that one. And it's, mind you, it's the clean version.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. Why did you pick that one, though? Uh,
0: So, honestly, because of the artwork. It looks amazing to me. You know, so simple.
2: Okay, well, let me stop you right there. Yeah. Was this Mayland Mall? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because everyone F.Y. down here in uh, Galveston, Texas, that was the field trip, go to Mayland yeah. Mall.
0: Go to Mainland Mall
2: So he went to FYE The, mm-hmm. the store Yeah Okay
0: For those so, that you that don't know FYE yeah. was the only place We had to go buy CDs At the yeah, time it was, it was For your entertainment
2: Yeah they Yeah. Had music yeah. CDs Cassettes Everything yeah. Movies Yeah It was the best it, Yeah And because of the You know Streaming And all that You know That store is no longer with us yeah. But It was a big part of our childhood yeah. My childhood For sure oh, yeah. Even though I can never buy stuff But Yeah you can you could Goodness. take a CD Put it up with a little scanner, and you could listen, you to, listen to you yourself. could listen yeah. to your music, and, and
0: it would be the whole album too. It would yeah, be the whole album. Yeah, yeah
1: like it. those places were the spots, you know, while your family was walking around or whatever. Hey, my would would yeah. be over mm-hmm. here. Listen to music. Yeah, and we I'm gonna just music. and and that's yeah. what we did. I would yeah. I would yeah. just grab random albums and look at them. Yeah, look, read it. Look, yeah, read yeah. them. Look at the songs. Who was on them? Dude, that was mm-hmm. our YouTube. You know? Yeah, it really yeah. was. Yeah. So, yeah. It YouTube, really was.
2: 1999 by bone thugs i want to listen to this song yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like
1: and i was totally (laughs) innocent when i was younger man i didn't know about youtube until carlos had an iphone (laughs) yeah and he was on the youtube app and i was like what is this like i was like 16 at the time yeah i was 17 when when i first met tony and i was just like Yo, like this blew my mind. My yeah. first job, I had money, I Album
0: after phone. Yeah. And
1: and I know the FYE they're talking about. I was fortunate to move down here while it was still around. Yeah. I would still go to it, but like they said yeah. it and you know, streaming ended up kind of screwing mm-hmm. everybody Technology, over yeah. with that but yeah, I was fortunate enough to be there, and I bought a lot of albums from there too. Even yeah. though, oh, yeah. even though when oh, I got here, sure, it was there for a short time. yeah. Because yeah. that was my spot to go. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Target and all the other places have them. Yeah, but yeah. it's like super commercial.
2: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You that know, Fye actually had stuff, like
1: actually yeah. had stuff that yeah. was like, you were searching for. like, oh my God, oh, I can't yeah. believe they have yeah. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually mm-hmm. ordered the Cycle Realm album off of them. Oh, really? nice. Yeah, like I, I ordered the Cycle Realm album off of them. I ordered a Cypress Hill album off of them. I had like once I found out that I could order stuff yeah. from them I was like yo mister like <laughs> I need this 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 yeah, you know add to, add to cart yeah, yeah. I was like you, you got know? his number call yeah. him up in the middle of the night hey. yeah you got that right yeah, yeah. you got this. yeah it, it was it was a it was a, a more simpler time back then it wasn't yeah. like crazy yeah. where it's like you know now where like you know you've been saying where it's just so much easy access yeah you know, yeah. you actually had to go out mm-hmm. and do. If you wanted something done, you actually had to go out and do it. Now yeah. you could just lay down on your bed yeah. and yeah, and fine, shop online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. and it's world. it is crazy. Like people don't get that. Excit, it was exciting yeah. going to yeah. the store to and yeah. you know, exactly and being it. happy yeah. if you found it. Yeah. Like, you were so... Like, you your yeah. body was filled with joy, dude. Mm-hmm. And I feel so bad because a lot of these kids don't know what yeah. that feels like. Yeah, I know what it feels like. Because yeah. they, they're it's online. So they order it. They know they're getting it's it. It's so instant. Yeah. And it's like, bro, like, you don't know how it feels cuz there's going to there's going to be either it's going to be there or yeah. it's not Yep. you got to yeah. get something else yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to uh, be well, like oh is on my yeah. list, you know. Yeah. i guess i'll get this you yeah. know they didn't have this so i'll, I'll just get this you know yeah. Yeah. but still man it was just so different back then and now it's just like you know yeah
2: so no joy back uh back to your story why did he sell y'all why did he want to sell y'all CDs to <laughs> <He's a, laughs> i, I think
0: i think he just wanted buddy is is what i was thinking you all right, know, so how much you pay that now. CD? All right, so yeah. So before this, I've told Carlos the story before. That's why he's asking all these leading questions. <laughs> but to my boy, Tony, who hasn't heard this story before, I paid $20. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. For a clean Bone thugs and harmony Resurrection <laughs> CD. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to my brother. <laughs> so yeah, I got hustled when I was eight years old. To what to one of my favorite albums of all time. It was, yeah. yeah, it's a clean version. But now mm-hmm. I listen to it for real. Yeah. It's amazing. He's like, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put you on. Yeah, I put yeah. you on.
1: <laughs> you had <have> to learn. <laughs>
0: yeah. I learned the hard way. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for sure. But man, I remember because I didn't lit I didn't get to listen to it that night because mm-hmm. I didn't have my own walk, man. Okay. My brother had a Walkman.
1: Yeah. Not me. He charged you extra to play? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can play it on my Walkman, yeah. but that's going to be an extra $5. <laughs> yeah.
0: I remember uh, like the next day or the day after, uh, we had a, a field trip to the Boys and Girls Club. And I asked my brother if I could borrow his Walkman. I, nice. I got it. Put fresh batteries in it. <clears throat> and then... uh when we went to the girl, Boys and Girls Club, I popped that hoe in and just let it go. And, man, it took me on a ride. That's where the, I, that's where I learned about ecstasy. <laughs> no, I, I eight years old. Eight years
2: old. Uh, shout out to Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yeah, putting for us on at like a young age. <laughs>
1: for teaching the children. <laughs> hey, it made us aware, though, man. Oh, hell yeah. You know? Hey, yeah. for, for the, you know... Well, I
2: guess it was a clean version. Was it was a to, clean version. I was about version. to say, it does say parental advisory, yeah. so I mean, they're not liable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but man, that album, that album steered me in the right path. And
2: so that's what got you into hip-hop, that album? To, yeah. And after that, what happened after that?
0: Man, I listened to so much. I remember listening to... Uh, Sipping on some syrup mm-hmm. by uh, Three Six Mafia. Yep. My brother got that single uh, off of a tape. Nice, man. I, dude, I back then I didn't even know uh, like music, like singles just came in tapes, you know. Yeah, my brother mm-hmm. got it, popped it in. Man, sipping on some syrup. Sipping on some syrup. And man. that beat yeah. to mm-hmm. this day is still, oh, yeah. yeah, amazing. Yeah.
2: We didn't even know what syrup was. Yep. Well, yeah. I guess we did well, well, We're know. over
1: here thinking about, you know, maple syrup Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But it, it's just funny because us, me and uh, Jesse, we grew up here in Texas So the syrup culture is like, it was always there Oh, yeah It was a big, and we were just little kids, Ain't you know, slow, listening to them talk about this I'm like, what are they talking about? You know, I had no idea yeah. Until you grow up, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now now we know what they were on. <laughs> yeah. Now we know why the music was so slow.
0: <laughs> I remember uh, I saw this this uh, interview with uh, Paul Wall talking about talking about it. And he was like, you know, in Texas, we got to slow things down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Drink up that syrup. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, everything's so spread apart here. It's going to yeah. take time to get there. Might as well enjoy it.
2: Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
1: Just driving, man. Where are we going again? Yeah. <laughs> Am I driving okay? <laughs> Wait, I'm driving. <laughs> it, it might put you in a position you ain't ready for. Yeah. yeah for oh yeah. Sure. Be aware when yeah. when sipping on syrup, on codeine, <laughs> on that promethazine.
0: Yeah. Don't don't do it, kids.
2: I want to say, um, like Houston started that, right? Yeah. I mean,
0: I would think so. I would, I I'm think pretty so. sure because
2: it, it, it made it mainstream. Yeah. Cause, you know, because of people like, you know, DJ Screw and Fat Pat and, you know, a bunch of people early on and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, And that was
1: all here, you know, like in yeah. Texas, like we, us over there on the West Coast. I mean, me growing up and even in our music and just in like the neighborhood, I never heard of no. Buddy, talking about syrup. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just it was foreign to us. You know, at least that I know of. Like I yeah. said, you know, I never heard it in songs, and around our neighborhood, nobody ever talked about it. Yeah, it was always just you know chronic or you know that other stuff. You know, like some yeah. cocaine or something like that. You know, but <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. yeah, that syrup. It was just you know like that was that was y'all's thing over here in the south. You know, like yeah. y'all, yeah, y'all made it big. You know, because. It was just something different for us even even your guys sound you know was so different for us yeah it's it's crazy um just how
2: big uh houston rap that era and how it started how it was because when you grow up with it uh to you it's just normal yeah i mean and once you get older and you start just learning about the history of hip-hop and learning about you know the east side the, the the west and the east and all that and you're learning a lot of stuff and you're like, oh my God, there was a huge movement going on right next door to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, just when I got older and I realized that, because, you know, w- when you're a kid, you're just like, oh, whatever. You know, it's just normal. But when I got older and I thought about it, I was like, oh my God, like, I grew up in this era that ended up just being a part of my life until now. And it's just kind of crazy to think about it how you don't think about that then and just how big it was for for us and just living on it because we're like an hour away from houston you know Mm -hmm. and especially galveston being like the you know the the beach beach town and the parties and You know, Kappa, and they would come down and perform, and Swisher House would come down and stuff like that. Yeah, and you would always hear it at the schools. Like, but I mean, we're little kids; we can't get in no clubs. But like, oh my God, so and so is coming down, and you know, so it was it was just kind of crazy to be a part of that. I
0: remember listening to that June twenty seventh tape. Yeah, yeah. When I
2: was
0: a kid, yeah, my brother put that on. Ooh. That was good. Yeah, that's a classic right there, oh, man. Classic, yeah.
2: RIP DJ Screw, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, Tony, he he comes from California. He didn't move down here until what year did you move down here? Like
1: I think 2008.
2: Yeah, 2008.
1: Yeah, I was 15.
2: Yeah, so he grew up on in California on the west side and grew up in a whole different type of movement. So, um yeah. So tell us how you got into hip hop. Being from the West Side and growing up on that side of yeah the world.
1: Well, for us over there, you know, just like how I was saying about you guys down here in Texas, you guys just had your own sound, and so did we. You know, we yeah we had you know our G funk. We're heavily like with oldies over there. Like yeah, they play so many oldies over there, and i think that's where a lot of the sound that you hear that made the west coast famous happen you know because if you hear a lot of dr dre's music or uh, honestly in any west coast artist you could always hear a little sample from an oldie yeah you know it could either be you know parliament funkadelic it could be some rick james it could be some james brown Yeah. You know, but that's the thing about us. We're we're always fusing that sound and adding some G Funk in it. Yeah. And I mean Dr. Dre was the one that kind of started that for us over there. Made the sound just unique to us, you know, like instantly when you heard that sound, oh that's that's a West Coast artist. Yeah. Oh that's that's West Coast, you know, like that he made us have our own sound. And for me growing up that's just what I was raised with, you know, like to me, it wasn't out of the ordinary. Yeah. Like just growing up, that was the sound I'm used to like hearing all the time. And what made me fall in love with hip hop even more was the culture that came with it, Yeah. you know, because we would go, you know, I was young. I think it was, I was like five, like, like 1997, you know, we went to a lowrider show, Me and my moms and just, you know, people had their lowrider cars and their lowrider bikes and there was music blasting and everybody dancing and then there was like artists performing. It was just something that just made me say like, this is what I love, this type of music, this atmosphere, the way it made people feel like, and then... Yeah, it's Not, just vibing. Yeah, to you know, just, yeah, music, the
2: shows,
1: and then the culture What, what got me even more was just that, the stuff they talked about in the music. You know? Oh yeah. Because yeah. you know they're talking about this and this, and I'm like, dude, like, I just experienced that the other day. Yeah. Or, or, he's talking about uh Alameda. You
0: yeah. know, that's yeah.
1: that's like a couple blocks from my house. Like. Yeah, you know, just them talking about like, our neighborhoods. Like street stuff, yeah, right? street stuff. Like you come you know, from that. Our neighborhoods. Yeah, we come like where I come from is we're we're living in that area. We're living in those stories that they're saying in their music. Yeah. So for me, hip hop has always been a lot more. You know, because like I look, I like rock, I like jazz, I like all that other stuff. Yeah. But I. You know, you grew lean up in towards right? yeah, I like lean, the, the
2: gang environment. Oh like, yeah, you know, I've I've gotten that.
1: jumped. You know, I've had friends shot. You know, like growing up over there was like, I mean, I don't know how it was here, cause you know, obviously I didn't grow up here, but yeah, over there it was like a, a whole different ball game. You know, like you couldn't wear certain colors, you couldn't mm-hmm. down, you couldn't walk down a certain street. Yeah, cause you know you were gonna get hit up. Some it was always something over there. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, but it's home. You learn to survive, and that's just how it was, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like so with you, hip hop,
2: hearing yeah, like all the stuff that you're actually seeing, yeah, you're I'm seeing that stuff, then you hear, you know.
1: Yeah, that's so. why to me hip hop has always just been a little more closer to me than any other genre, you know. Mm-hmm. Like just because I just you know, I I go with that you know style and those stories and everything more than anything else
2: yeah it's yeah. like it feels authentic yeah i know, feel it like i actually when yeah. i listen
1: to it i feel it and sometimes it Could makes me think that? sometimes yeah. i get emotional even just hearing it like to yeah. this day when i hear some tupac songs i get like yeah a little emotional because i'm just like damn like now that i'm older i really like you back then i always heard what he was saying but now it's like you really feel it because now you're yeah. more, more mature and you understand things Mm -hmm. now that you're older so you know it it was it's a big deal you know like yeah especially when the music you know resonates with you yeah oh yeah Yeah. for sure yeah Yeah. so it's yeah for me hip-hop you know that's what made me love it you know Mm -hmm. the way it just felt with my lifestyle and everything you know As I got older, you know, I started listening to like, you know, more Houston or New York stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. But growing up as a kid, that was what got me into hip hop, that Mm -hmm. G-Funk, the oldies, the fusions and the storytelling, which resonated with me because I lived in those streets. Yeah. Yeah, so
2: was there a particular song that you heard as a kid that really like made you fall in love with hip hop or does any any song probably, like stand out?
1: I mean, honestly, probably the song that really stands out was just To Live and Die in LA by Tupac. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cause, I love that song. Cuz in
1: that song if you listen to it, he's talking about what like how it is in the streets yeah. over there oh yeah for sure you know and then for me being a latino he mm-hmm. shouted us out in that song yeah yeah, yeah. you know black love brown prides and sex again, again. yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and it was just like for mm-hmm. us at the time we didn't have a lot of mexican or latino like, yeah. yeah stuff going on in hip-hop mm-hmm. for sure. we had a few yeah but it wasn't big to like that. mainstream like that yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't so for him to even mention us was like a big deal for me as a kid when i was a kid and i heard that i was just like wow like yeah like he mentioned us mexicans you know i was Mm -hmm. just like
2: yeah especially coming from a uh, lifestyle um just being hispanic or latino or whatever how um you know we, we grow up such like i mean we are privileged you know but you know, we grew up where, like, our parents, like, had to work a lot, you know? Oh, yeah. So we're, we're always, like, constantly just seeing, like, man, maybe we're just not enough as a people. Yeah. Maybe we're just meant to be dishwashers, meant to be construction workers, whatever, you know? And uh, so we, we grew up just being
1: in that thinking. That mentality. Thinking, yeah, that mentality
2: about Hispanics or whatever, you know?
1: Yeah, we get stuck with that mentality because most of the time, what do when whenever some people have a problem with us, what do they say, oh, you got a green card yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like for sure like what what are you talking yeah, about I'll like you it. know yeah. like so when when stuff like that is mentioned, it's just you know like you were saying it keep, like you said we all are we meant to just stay as this yeah. mm-hmm. we meant. and unfortunately, we do have family that doesn't have a green card, and those are the mm-hmm. only jobs they' are able, yeah, are able sure. to get yeah. you know yeah.
2: yeah. hmm so it, and it is you have difficult. someone like Tupac that's so big as he was. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, to shout us out like that it, yeah. it is crazy. And
1: no, yeah, definitely. That that's one of the things I always remember as a kid. You know, like he he's impacted me like so much. You know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hey, for us down here in 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 the South in Texas, we had one guy. Yeah. At SPM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he you know yeah. he had dope house, he had Lo G, uh, Rashid, Lucky Luciano, but SPM was the main guy for the longest time mm-hmm. to hold us down. You know, I'm not Mexican. Yeah, I tell everybody I know I'm not Mexican because I'm not. My parents come from El Salvador. Yeah, and everyone growing up calling me Mexican should pissed me the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> but yeah, SPM man. He held
2: me down oh yeah for sure man he he was a big voice for you know the hispanic community down here yeah he's he's actually one of the people um that got me into hip-hop well first let me talk about um one of my earliest earliest memories of how i got into hip-hop as a kid like i already said earlier on today how i grew up not really knowing english you know Mm -hmm. because my parents i was in a esl class that's uh, spanish-speaking students only so i was in a spanish class all the way up until the third grade and fourth grade uh, i transferred over to english class so i grew up uh, in a mexican household mexican family reunions and going to mexico every holiday we can you know so i'm constantly around spanish and being around that environment i was always just around mexican music you know corridos you know, the ranchero music, you know, the cumbias. And that was my, that was my childhood, you know? Yeah. And as I got older and I started learning English and, you know, watching cartoons, I started understanding cartoons and I got into, I started learning English and uh, I, I'll never forget in second grade, um, it was 1999. And the song Wanna Be a Baller came out by Lil Troy featuring Fat Pat. Youngstar, Lil Will, Big T and Hawk. It was a I was in second grade and I'll never forget cause everyone was singing that song at school. Well, yeah. Shot Twenty Inch Blades on the Impala. I do not even know what he was talking about. Yeah. Honestly then I know what twenty inch blades I I didn't even know what that meant. I do not know what an impala was, you know what I mean? But man, you heard that song and it was just like, Whoa, I gotta sing this, you know? it was everywhere like you know we would go parents would pick us up from school you would hear it on this corner then you hear it on that corner and then we stopped to pump gas the car next to us is playing it loud you know what i mean So it was just one of those songs that i really like loved as a kid it was everywhere yeah it was just it was that i swear to this day i have never seen a song be that big I like how that that song was, Mm -hmm. especially at that time. So uh, I love that song. We would sing it at school. And of course, you just sing the the hook because you didn't really know. Yeah, you didn't know know the word. I barely knew English, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember uh, one of my old classmates from second grade, man, his name is uh, Randy. One day he shows up to school. Randy Orton. <laughs> I know, right? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but he shows up to school and he has a tape recorder, man, a black tape recorder. I was like, whoa. And, you know, back then you get excited over any kind of technology, you know? So he shows up to school and he has this tape recorder. He's like, hey, I recorded Wanna Be a Bala. I was like, oh, snap. I'm about to listen to it. It was hard to listen to it, especially yeah. for me. You know, I can't just tell my parents, hey, go buy me that CD. They're like, what the heck? No, we're poor. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you can only get a glimpse on the radio or hearing it here and there. So he brought it to school. We're like, oh, man, we're going to listen to it at lunch. And I remember walking. We used to have to walk, you know, single file line to the cafeteria. I remember the teacher was in the front. And as as soon as she hit the corner, he brought it out. We're like, all right, come on, come on let's go, let's go. So, you know he just starts playing it and it was just like wanna be a baller you know We're just like oh my god it's so dope so that song was one of the uh one of my early earliest memories that i have of hip-hop that song I just i love that song so much and then the following year in the year 2000 i was still either eight nine or ten or I'm, you know that age SPM came out with, you know, my name, you know what I mean, and oh my god, that's how I blew my mind Cause I was like, oh my god, there's this guy that looks like me, and I was I couldn't believe it, and his name was Carlos, which is my name And I was like, oh my god, this guy's cool, he calls himself Charlie Brown and stuff, you know what I mean I was just like, oh my god, this guy's like Mexican, and he's rapping so, spitting, yeah, he had
0: bars.
2: I know. And then that song, which was just like, and especially too, for my uncle. My uncle was a little older than us. He got real into SPM too at that time. So I would come over go to my grandma's house, and he was like, "Oh man, I got the SPM album. Oh, let's listen to it." So it was just one of those things, and just little by little, I started getting into hip hop because of you know, want to be a baller, and then SPM comes out, and then. I want to say that same year, one song that really just completely just changed my life was uh, Forgot About Dre when he released a single and he had Eminem in there. And I don't exactly remember when I heard it. It might have been like at a quinceanera or a wedding or something. But when I heard that song, I was just like, oh my God this guy is rapping so fast, you know, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe it. And it was Eminem and I was just like, Oh my God, I love that song. You know, nowadays, nowadays everybody, everybody want to talk like you got, got something to say. And it was just like everyone at school was jamming that song. Yeah. You know, it was just one of those moments in time, just kind of like what happened with want to be a baller. That song came out it was just a moment, you know, mm-hmm. no, yeah, it definitely. impacted me so much. Cause then the fall, uh, the same year, the real Slim Shady came out. When he, when that single came out, may that's that's that song right there changed me even more. I Cause I was like, oh my god, like this guy's funny as you know. He don't care about nothing. He could rap fast. He can tell jokes. He can talk about people. He can just say the craziest things. And like to me, I was like, oh my god, this guy's crazy, but I love it. You know?
1: No, yeah. And the cool thing about Eminem is that he he would do like change his voice yeah or something like that and to mm-hmm. me that was when i was a kid that was one of the first times yeah. i heard you know a rapper do that you know
2: yeah when when the real slim shady came out um i was able to see the music video and i was like oh my god this is amazing and uh after i watched that music video i asked my mom if i could dye my hair <laughs> <laughs> blonde she said no of course.
1: Oh, she said no. Yeah, she said no. My mom, my mom but, said no yeah. too. <laughs> But she did a little highlight. bit
2: though. She let me get highlights. Yeah, she let me. Yeah, <laughs> she she just yeah, let me get so the front a little bit. Yep. And, and my hair didn't God, come out yellow; they come out gold. So I look like a fool out there, you know. Super
1: Saiyan dog.
2: Yeah, I'm, and especially in that that music video impacted me so much because he was uh he was wearing a white shirt and jeans. So after that, I started wearing a white shirt, jeans, and case whiz like classic case whiz mm-hmm. everywhere. Man, yeah. I thought I was so cool. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm a, I'm part of this hip hop movement that's happening," and like, I just I felt so cool like being in like third, fourth grade. Like, I got my I got highlights. I got my Hanes shirt on. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, man, hip hop was just such a big part of my childhood that it's just something that continued with it mm-hmm. growing up, even to this day at 30 years old, we're yeah. sitting here trying to do a podcast about hip hop, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it's just crazy how those little moments and those artists like little Troy or SPM or Dr. Dre M for me, that really just can change your whole life. You know, you mm-hmm. go down this path because of that, you know, oh, and yeah. it's just crazy that music can do that to your life and um it's crazy yeah so yeah so that's that's what um that's how i got into hip-hop as a kid um and it's just one of those things man that you just you love the art form the expression the way that you just say whatever you want you know you can talk about you know your fears or everything you're your, your likes, your dislikes, you know, your anxieties, whatever, you know, whatever you're going through at that time, you talk about it, put it on a song, and we can all learn from it, we can, um, you know, it can touch us, it can move us, it can inspire us to to be better or whatever, and... Uh,
0: create a podcast.
2: Yeah, to create a podcast about hip-hop, to have 100 CDs in my closet, you know, all yeah. just rap records, you know, so it's just one of those things man that's like like we each have our own different stories and how um how hip-hop or how hip-hop was and in, came into our lives and now like that's something that all of us can share together and talk mm-hmm. about it you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like crazy yeah yeah hip-hop is crazy
0: Show sure is yeah it's great
2: Man, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I feel like I talked too much Just on hip-hop. that one. This hip-hop
0: stuff. This podcast stuff is hard.
2: Yeah. Hey, I could talk about hip-hop all day, man. Hell yeah. Just, let me get another uh, tea. You know what I'm <laughs> I ran out of tea man, anyway. We'll get a tea
1: and a smoke break. We're <laughs> yeah. all good. We'll, we'll be going. Yeah, you need to have a little van in here to so smoke. I know. right? <laughs> <laughs> so smoke some cigars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... uh. Yeah, so hopefully, um, you know, this is an introduction episode to the podcast. Do you want to tell them, Jesse, just some things that are going to come our way as far as this podcast?
0: Yeah, well, we're getting ready. Have you or someone you know ever been a victim of a long, drawn-out, full-of-delays album release? Have you or someone you know ever been so lost in the music that you lose track of time and all of a sudden it's 9.15 and you have to be at work at 8? Have you ever been close to throwing hands because your so-called friend says something negative about your favorite rapper? Then you might be a Kanye West fan. And if you are, join us on our journey of wonder and discovery and rap, and also some mild drug use, from albums to freestyles to interviews of the biggest local acts we can get. Roll blunt and fill a cup. Let's talk music. Yeah, I mean, the main thing, um...
2: I want people to understand about this podcast, you know, we're not really talking as far as reviewing albums, you know, Mm -hmm. we just want to talk about albums and the music, whether it be, if it impacted us or not, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. that album was, whenever we click play, whatever, however it made us feel, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about that experience and, you know, kind of try to understand what maybe the artist was trying to interpretate through his music to us, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Because I feel like hip hop and music in general is a language, you know. And sometimes we we might not understand it fully, but we we hear little glimpses of what they might be trying to tell us, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's I feel like that's that's the beauty about hip hop, and uh, that's that's legacy, man.
1: That's legacy. Yeah. That's legacy
0: all right everybody appreciate y'all coming this is uh this was episode one of legacy look yep. for us on wherever you listen to your podcast. yeah hit us up on twitter uh my at is at dope uncle J.
2: Is that is that
0: real? That's real. <laughs> nice. Okay, for a second yeah, I thought yeah, you I'm were playing. You, on Twitter. you don't follow that, No one follows you. <laughs> I stopped you well. following
2: you after you posted that one thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a post to delete. It
1: was real quick. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well, sir, at Sir Tony Swanks, or Instagram at Sir Tony Rocks. Either one, hit it
2: up. Yep. Hey, uh, so i am Carlos, uh, you can follow me on Instagram, um, Duncan in the Brain you can follow me on twitter i don't know what my twitter is so just look on tony's or jesse's twitter and you can probably find me on yeah there. Okay. <laughs> or if
1: you find us ask us and we'll send you a link yeah i gotta follow you now yeah you to we should have made sure we were following
2: yeah. each other before we hit recorder at least you
0: know yeah oh we need a we need a Twitter are we recording oh yeah that'll come yeah that'll come yeah we're, recording? Come. Yeah, we're
2: okay. still recording <laughs> okay, I was like I wanna make sure <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man well thank y'all for listening man we'll see Alrighty, you next y'all one. deuces peace alright uh, y'all yeah.